0: The sun was already up, and the grass was twinkling with dew as the train snaked through the Texas prairie. In a few hours, Abigail would reach Salvation, Texas, where Jacob Anderson would be waiting for her. She didn't feel ready. She wondered what her fiancé was doing at this moment. Was he as nervous as she was? This wasn't the first big turn her life had taken. Ten years ago, God had taken her parents from her. At the age of 14, she'd become an orphan. But this time, the change was her decision, to become a mail-order bride. She'd prayed over it for weeks. What if she'd misunderstood God's plan for her? What if this wasn't the right choice? Trust in God and trust in your husband, and the rest will take care of itself. Aunt Cecilia had advised when she had dropped Abigail off at the train station, but Abigail wondered if that would be enough. The sun was high on the horizon when Abigail became once again aware of the world around her. The small and very pregnant woman sitting a few seats in front of her, she had introduced herself as Joan Stevens, had been motion sick almost the whole ride, and Abigail had been happy to assist her any way she could. Joan leaned forward and covered her mouth with one hand. Her knuckles were white as she gripped the edge of her seat with the other. Poor woman. Can I get you something to drink? Abigail asked. Joan nodded as she shifted, trying to get comfortable on the hard seat. Abigail hurried to fetch a cup of water from the jug at the back of the passenger car. Thank you, the young woman said, accepting the tin cup. It is very kind of you to help me. I usually don't have such problems with trains, she said, resting her hand lightly on her belly. But my little angel here seems to feel differently. Abigail smiled and nodded as Joan sipped from the glass. Are you traveling far? Back to California to rejoin my husband in San Francisco. It seems like an eternity since I have seen him. It will be good to be home. "'What have you been doing so far from home?' Abigail asked her, hoping to distract Joan from her discomfort. "'I went to visit family back east. Once the baby is born, that will be even more difficult,' Joan explained. "'I came here as what some people call a mail-order bride. "'My Douglas bought me a train ticket to San Francisco after we exchanged letters for only six months.' I never expected to be so happy so far away from home. Really, Abigail exclaimed, surprised. What was that like? Then she realized she should have thought before asking. I'm sorry, that was rude. I don't want to make you uncomfortable. It isn't a problem, Joan smiled at her. When I went to San Francisco, I was terrified I'd made the wrong decision, But God's plan for me was generous. I fell in love with my husband at first sight, and we've been living happily ever since. Abigail had mixed feelings about hearing Joan's story. Ever since she'd left Boston, she'd slept in brief moments, always awakening with her mind full of worry, and she prayed for the answers to all the questions that troubled her. Would Jacob be the good man that he'd seemed to be in his letters? Would he be happy with her? How hard would it be for a seamstress from Boston to adapt to the hardships of life on the frontier? The train chugged down the other side of the hill, through the meadow, over another hill, and skirted close to a strip of woods. Abigail felt lured by the woods' mysterious shadows, the twittering birds and singing leaves. The fantasy of hiding amidst the trees brought some peace to her weary, anxious mind. Now I'm sorry, Joan said. Perhaps I'm burdening you with my story. Abigail started. No, not at all. I confess that I, too, am a mail-order bride. I am happy for you, but I don't believe something like that would happen to me.